bayang mo nang ibagas ni manong <laughs> and who cares if people have dark skin right anakan iti with expiration you find any inspiration in this uh, we have done and you have done your noble part el maestro speaks podcast All right, so in this episode of this podcast, we'll be talking about just the system of the Philippines and what I perceive that is to be a failure of that system. But before that, I want us to listen to the song. This song is from Bob Reagan, and it has a connection to our conversation in this episode. So here it is. song is from Bob Reagan again. It is a song dedicated to Paco Laraniaga. 
So those to those people who does not know Paco Laraniaga, Paco Laraniaga is a is a Filipino, Spanish Filipino from the descendant of Smenye family, if I'm not mistaken. So he was accused of murder and abduction and was convicted guilty all the way up to the Supreme Court, I guess. So there was this um, documentary that was made about this case um, a few years back. And uh, in that documentary, it was very well laid out that, I guess, Paco is not guilty at all of the crime that they're accusing him of. So there are a lot of witnesses that will claim or will say that Paco was with them during this uh, the commission of the crime. And uh, that was uh, really brought out and that was relayed well by this documentary. It's called Give Up Tomorrow. I think you can still watch this on YouTube. And I've been talking like quite a lot about this in the previous episode of this podcast. Now, the reason why I'll be talking about that, I was talking about that now, is that I want to talk about what I perceived is to be the failure of the justice system of the Philippines, of the of our country. So, um, just uh, this is, I think, one of the glaring. If uh, I mean, it's the most popular one. We have a lot, and that uh, we'll be discussing that soon. In later on in this podcast episode, now, uh, the give up tomorrow. Just uh, another little bit of background. There is that. Uh, why? Why was it titled "Give Up Tomorrow"? And then in the documentary, this is the only thing that I can remember that why, because when I look at the title, I was asking myself also why was it titled? Why was it named like that? And uh, one of the interview that was given by Paco is that uh, there were times inside a prison that, well, you know, uh, disappointment will set in. And, uh, you know, if you're in prison and you're innocent, as he claims to be, then, of course, uh, you're beaten, you're, uh, you're lost, right? And uh, during those times, he would just say, uh, I'll fight one more day and then I'll just give up tomorrow. I'll give up everything tomorrow. So, and then here comes the day and then he'll just say the same thing over and over again until, uh, you know, years went by and uh, they will be, they were able to uh, get the, I don't know, the agreement. I don't know what it's called. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, they were able to get the like an agreement between the two countries, Spain and the Philippines, wherein a convicted felon from the Philippines, if he is uh, Spanish or can trace roots from Spain, can be transported to Spain to serve the remaining sentence of uh, his remaining sentence to a correction facility in Spain. So that's what happened to Paco, and uh, Paco is right there in Spain right now. And uh, just uh, I played that song to, so that uh, and I wish it won't be uh, 
turned off in YouTube, but I'm hoping in Spotify they will play it off still. Uh, I played it because I, it's like, oh, it's a way of a, another way of fighting a battle that all of us are fighting our own battles, right? With everything uh, in our life, we are fighting a battle, and uh, this is a good way of fighting back against life's adversities, right? So you give up, but don't give up now. Give up later. Just uh, continue fighting. Regroup. A small step is better than no step. Move, moving forward, just even if it's just a little bit, is better than move, not moving at all. Pushing the fight little by little is better than giving up entirely. So, and with that, um, like talk about this, and uh, like I said a while ago, perceived failures of our justice system. Well, starting with that thing that I discussed a while back, that I just relate to you. About the story of Paco Laraniaga, right? And uh, first of all, before we move on or before we go on, I would like to point out here that I'm not a lawyer. As you can see in the title of the podcast, I'm a teacher, a lowly, lowly teacher. And uh, it just so happened that I have a podcast, right? <laughs> and uh, in a way, I'm just stopping shit right here. I'm, I don't have expertise of what I'm talking about. I'm just relaying out my point of view. And to all my listeners out there who are listening to this podcast, I would like to thank you for listening to my nonsense point of view. You can also share your point of view I mean, in by messaging me or commenting on the comment bars below in YouTube or in this in Anchor and Podcast, right? So, um, I would like to start by saying that if we are going to see the, the logo, I mean the symbol for justice is that it's blind. And in a sense that it does not look who's who in the society. It gives justice to anyone, regardless of the status of the person in life, right? But sometimes, I mean, what happens if... The people enforcing the judgment are the ones that are blind or the, are the ones that are blinded with their greed, with their ambition. And instead of giving or enforcing justice is that they're weaponizing justice for their own personal, you know, gains. And that's what we are going to look at today and analyze and maybe share each other's thoughts you know so in our country i mean in in the philippines meron na tayong mga ganyang kaso well first and foremost like i said a while ago the case of paco laraniaga paco the laraniaga family are what we are calling a well-to-do family sila naman hindi naman sila yung mahirap May kaya sila, but then, in a, uh, and they are of the Osmanian roots. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But then, they suffered uh, injustice in the Philippines, like unfair 
um, enforcement of justice, di ba? And ito yung nakaka ito yung nakakadismaya eh. If it happens to that, how many more Filipinos are experiencing the same that has no voice at all? So there's the justice system of the Philippines right there. It is a, the failure of the justice system. Like so, so there's one. Okay. Now we know this case because there's a documentary made about it. Okay. And there's the movie made about the victim. Now there's this. Uh, I, we are not saying that uh, we should discount the. Um, what do you call this one? Yung nararamdaman ng uh, mga victim the Chong sisters that are until now are gone of course we want justice for them also but we want it to be thoroughly examined I mean I want it to be thoroughly examined I want it to be the right justice not just picking someone who will take the blame for what happened to them that's not justice at all right so if we are to convict someone, we need to see. I mean, that's basic. Basic. Some of lawyers, right? Basic. Na, it, they should be convicted. They should be found guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Sabi nila doon. And uh, in this case, I there's a lot of doubt if this person is guilty or this Paco Laranyaga and the, the rest of the guys are guilty. Right? So there's that. Okay. One um, story to highlight the failure of our justice system. That our justice system is broken, maybe. Another one is the Hubert Webb case. Hubert Webb was convicted of same murder and uh, was convicted he stayed in prison for quite a while until and uh, again there are a lot of, there are, he has some witness telling them that uh, that he is not in the Philippines during the time the crime was committed and uh, because you know again uh, investigation was done haphazardly he was convicted and the uh, years back I think that is in way back in 2010 or 11 something like that he was acquitted by the Supreme Court so he's free now but just Think of the years that was wasted. Years for him that was wasted while he was incarcerated or he was in jail. Like, think of that. He cannot take that back. One of the funny stories I, I heard when he uh, came out and uh, they were interviewing him. Um, Lord DeVere was interviewing him in his, uh, it's like a podcast show. Um, Word of the Lord, I guess. Uh, it's like... Uh, he when he went out it's like a new totally new world for him uh, it's so different 
from the world he knew when he was young before he went to prison. Diba? So, maraming nabago, daming motor, sabi ganyan. Uh, and it's still adjusting. The, the, the technology that we have, of course, still adjusting with that one. So, he was acquitted, that's good. But, the life, his life, years he could have used to better up his life, to spend with his family, the, those are all gone. He cannot take that back. And again, result of the failure of your justice system. The next one is we have here. It's it's not a criminal case, but I would like to point uh, another. It's one of the popular one, the Corona case. <laughs> Excuse me. So let me just drink my water here. A Chief Justice Renato Corona was impeached. Um, well, still, uh, it's it's a little, little bit of a different story, but still, just to show up that uh, something in the justice system of this country must needed to be fixed. So, Corona's case, we're in. Uh, so he died already. He was impeached and found guilty of a uh, what is that? Um, something about. Uh, a not declaring the the asset and liability salent things like that oh my goodness my memory is now <laughs> well anyway so he's found guilty accordingly and then later on after he died it's like it's been found out that it it was just a political move by someone to just remove him of that office as a secretary of justice I mean it's, as a chief justice it's just a political move that was done and uh, because it's like not with the team of the current president during that time so those are the things that is happening okay in the justice system like of our country now the underlying thing you know that all of those cases in all of those cases the underlying thing the most common denominator in those things first is exposure I mean these are all high-profile case if you can solve it if you can attach your name to it you can have a political advancement if you are trying to go to a political arena so, pwede kang maging ganito, pwede kang maging ganyan. And it can also fast-track your promotion if you are in the investigating team. Things like that. So, there is, it's a high-profile case. If you can solve it, it can go, it can do well for your career. And uh, those who are, <laughs> who are involved in this case have had some benefits from that one and it went to it went to a way in, I mean it went to like 
the exposure that was brought by media i mean angered the people and then it's like it's the people who decide it's the mob that decided that those people are are guilty right so that is the media has an influence in in a way the media has an influence in that one look at the case of Paco Laraniaga like they are still investigating him and there is already a drama created I mean a TV show a TV drama created connect in connected in connection to that crime it was and Paco Laraniaga was uh, played by Nino Mulak oh by the way Nino Mulak when he watched that give up tomorrow documentary he posted in social media an apology to Paco Laraniaga so see during those times i mean media has some something big to do with uh, this thing also right um they can influence the flow of the investigation and uh it's like what's happening right now with general bantag so maybe if you're listening and then oh so this is where you're going with this Maybe you're thinking that. Maybe yes, you're right. <laughs> this is that's where I'm going with this thing here. Um, if you don't know this case, this is about the death of Percy Lapid, a broadcaster in Manila, who died, was assassinated, and uh, an investigation was conducted, and uh, accordingly, to this initial initial investigation, is that. General Bantag ordered the assassination of this uh, Percy Lapid. And again, underlying circumstances here is that it would seem like some people involved in this case are trying to connect themselves because this is a very high-profile case again. And it would seem like they're trying to connect their name on it so they can have a political capital that they can use when election comes i just don't know but it would seem like that because um this again this is my point of view i'm not a lawyer and i'm not defending general bantag because he's an egrot like me but what i'm trying to point out here is that the investigation is still going on um so an investigation will be uh, was conducted and then they will present the result of the investigation and then it's up for the prosecutor to say if there's a case and then he can uh, i don't know that's the gist of it that's how it works i'm not a lawyer again and this is still an ongoing matter but then the secretary of justice just like look at it and says that it's because of the totality of circumstances again a lawyer term that i don't know and uh, they he said that it's like automatically bantag is the mastermind it's like he is relaying this in the media he's relaying it in the media like he's already saying that bantag is guilty that he is the mastermind so 
Bantiak is already guilty. <laughs> he, he already has decided in his mind. If you base it on his interviews, he already has decided it on his mind that Bantag is, or General Bantag is guilty. I will, I'm very happy to, if I have that time, and if I can make a connections to of General Bantag here in this podcast, so we can talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully he likes to have it. An hour, three hours of conversations, but I know he's a busy guy, so. And this thing here is a little bit sensitive. I cannot involve herself with that one. Well, anyway, what I'm trying to say here is that he was already, Bantag was already, it seemed like Bantag was already judged, or I mean, sentenced guilty in the eyes of the public because he was like tried in the eyes of the media, right? But what is so good right now that the Hubert case, the Paco case, did not have, and even the Corona case, I guess, is that the presence of social media. In, you can refute what is being shown in the main, mainstream media by posting, or I mean, showing, I mean, putting up your voice in the field of the internet. And a lot of people will see that one. A lot of people will share it if they will think that there's some sense of it. Now, in the case of Bantag, uh, looking at it, I would say he has a case of uh, why would he do order someone who is who hates him to kill somebody and there's some sense on that one why would he do that okay they are like his enemies they hated him according to him it's the same but why would he order them to kill someone why not just use some of his bodyguard why not use other people who are free who are outside who can easily escape that cannot be traced you know so if he really did that one. What I'm trying to say here is that why is it that these people here are trying to ride on the scene like the thing is already over? Why not let the investigation go further until he's proven guilty? That's the time that you are going to talk. Why not just say if if somebody will interview? Why not just say yeah, well, let's that is what's coming out of this initial investigation. But we'll see and let it let's wait for it to be decided by the court. Right? Do not just create drama like what they said. So here on those cases that I presented, what we can see here is that sometimes the, the system of our justice here in the Philippines is broken because of the people who are in it. I mean, some of them will use the justice system to create advancement for their personal ambition. That's number one. Greediness of people Enforcing the justice is the reason 
when our justice system is broken. Second, is that we, the people, the ordinary people, is easily, of those other earlier cases, um, I relate to you, we, the people, are easily twisted in the head. I mean, we can be easily persuaded by what is being presented in the television, in the media. We do not do our own thinking. We do not do our own researching. Well, that thing is changing right now. So as I view, I mean, as I look at the result of the um, postings in the social media, we can see that some people are trying to um, dig up and try to see if Bantag really can do such thing. Well, they are not the investigators, but they can do their own investigation. And they do not easily believe things right now. So that's a good thing coming. An advancement or the pros of the advent of social media nowadays. And then another thing, another reason why our justice system is broken is that the media sometimes is portraying a thing in an, in a way that it was influenced by their own personal opinion. Okay? So the, the way media, mainstream media, portray things or relay news sometimes it has, we, they, it has this hint of bias because sometimes their belief is reflected on the way they present their ideas i mean the news okay nababahiran ng pagkabayas minsan their news in their news it is you already know na yung belief nung nagre-relay ng news or the news outfit for that matter so, we, well, we cannot remove that one because we human are biased. And the only thing that can offset that situation from happening is like what I'm saying a while back that we people should be watchful, should learn to investigate, not just accept the facts, the, the, the claim that they're giving us the facts, the claim that they're giving us the complete information, we have to research the information ourselves in our own, right? So those are the things I think, but the most blatant thing there is, is that, you know, people who have this ambition, I mean, of going above or making a name for themselves getting to a higher place and they're using this the justice system just to inform i mean to advance their careers those are the real problem at the same time those people who are weaponizing justice system this happened in the corona case and i would not like i do not like to say um things in advance here but it would seem like it's happening right now 
with the case that is plaguing the internet right now about these people here. No, I do not need to say the name. But it would seem like people are weaponizing their position in the justice system just to destroy their opponents, just to eliminate people who are blocking them towards their goal. So the question is, is our justice system broken? I wouldn't think so. My answer is that I wouldn't think so. What is broken is the morality of the people that is in that system that are trying to enforce the system. The morality of those people who are in that branch of our government is broken and it needs reconstruction. Our justice system is good, it's working. What needs to be repaired is the morality of those who are there. They know how they are and I don't know if they would take a look back and see what's wrong. I mean, try to, that is gonna be very impossible. You know, and uh, it's very difficult to repair that thing. It's very shameful here is that we are the only Catholic, I mean, we're the only Christian country in Asia. I don't know if uh, somebody already, we already have, but we are the only Catholic country in Asia. We are, I mean, we, we grew following things that was written in the Bible. But at times, you know, when power corrupts, it corrupts absolutely. And that's what's happening, I guess, right now in the justice system. Just I'm not saying it's about it's. Uh, I'm not talking about the people in that position right now. But like I said, I relate all the case from the 1990s up until now, just to point out that well, we have a working system, so so to speak. But what's broken is the people that is running it. And that needs to be changed, in my opinion. How are we going to change it? Will I don't know. But I'm just highlighting that. That is, I mean, that needs to be changed. You know, those are the only cases that we had, like I said a while ago, this Paco case, Hubert case, the corona in this one right now, very hot issue right now are just few of the many, many cases of a justice served wrongfully. I know that there are a lot of people in the jail serving a sentence for a crime they did not commit. A lot of them are. And my prayers are with them. And uh, let's just pray that the system of our justice in this country can will be repaired by the future generations 
that are coming up and that we are grooming to become the next enforcer of justice. That's why for the teachers like me out there, we have this big responsibility, big responsibility of preparing this generation or the younger generation to become a better leader, a, a person with strong values that will uphold what is right no matter what that will think of the mo I mean, you think of the moral uh, ways of doing things that will think of the good for other people before thinking of himself that that is I mean that I think is the most and the primary thing that is needed that, I mean that needs to be thought in the school you know, and uh, teachers have that very heavy responsibility of giving that. Of course, also with the parents, parents also have that responsibility. As a parent, I do have that responsibility. Thing is, we sometimes teachers' hand is being tied by the loss that we have. So we can only do so much. That's one of the problems. So I have this um I have this conversation with my one of my brothers that one time ago. And uh I ha he had this thing that uh he had this uh quote like uh, he said the you know the only thing that can destroy democracy is not communism, it's not socialism none of those things the only thing that can destroy democracy is democracy itself and by the views i mean by looking at this thing here it is he's right he's right right democracy is slowly destroying itself we are the one we people who love democracy are the one destroying it and that needed or that needs to be changed right away or else we are slowly descending into chaos right so <laughs> those are the things I want to talk about in this episode okay and well like I said a while ago this is not an expert's opinion this is just my point of view thank you so much for those who are listening now you can share your comment, share your thoughts on the comments, or you can also message me, and we will be talking soon in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye bye.